0: Welcome, everyone, to Lessons with Mike. I am here with... Hey, I'm Jesse. And... Joe Nathan. And... Zach. And today, I have kidnapped the three of these people. I'm currently holding them hostage in an undisclosed location. And similar to the book uh, the book by famous horror novelist whose name escapes me, his first name is Chuck. Mean? No, his first name's oh. Chuck. Chuck Norris? Pat Chuck Paleohook or whatever his name is. I'm not sure what his last uh, name is, but his first name is Chuck. You screwed that up. No, no, listen, his first name's Chuck. The whole plot of the book is he kidnaps these people and forces them to write a story. And that's what I'm doing for all of you guys. You've been kidnapped, now you're forced to come up with a story. At, oh. at the beginning of the story, can we tell my wife that I love her? You, you, I'm sure your wife knows we you love wives? her. <laughs> Do we have wives? I don't think. I think wives are a social construct. So here's how this is going to work I'm going to give you a writing like prompt. i yeah. Curse, And we're going to break, and you have 15 minutes, and each of you have to come up with an amazing story. And then All we'll right. come back after 15 minutes, go over our stories,
1: uh-huh. and
0: then we will vote on who is the best of the people here. So here is your writing prompt. Okay. Mm-mm. Your life has flashed before your eyes, and you saw something you didn't remember. Now you seek near-death experiences so you can find the truth. This is your writing prompt, everyone. You have 15 minutes. Go seclude yourself, and then we'll come back. And we're back. I have released my three captives from the prisons I put them in. Some of them were a little reluctant about the task with enough cattle prod and cold water. You know, you can get people to do things you wouldn't have expected them to do otherwise. By the way, the name of the author that I couldn't remember earlier, his last name, I have no idea how to pronounce it. Chuck palahinuk Palinuk? Palahinoek? 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 I have no idea. But the book he wrote uh, is called Haunted, and one of the short stories in it is called Guts. It's very disturbing. Uh, I don't believe I can speak about it on the podcast. I don't believe that would be uh, appropriate because it's incredibly disturbing. You should all listen. Well, I don't actually encourage anyone to read it. It's actually very disturbing. But that was the inspiration for this little thing that I came up with. So we're going to start off with Jesse's story. I'm going to read the prompt one more time. Your life flashed before your eyes and you saw something you didn't remember. Now you seek near-death experiences so you can find the truth. Jesse, what is your story?
2: Well, I didn't really come up with that much stuff, but basically what I had at the beginning was a middle-aged guy, late 30s, early 40s, pressed all the time, single all the time. And one day he's just walking down the street and then a car almost runs him over. And then he has like a flash forward of not the future, but like a dream of sorts where he just sees a woman's face and then the car just stops because the car didn't kill him so then he just goes on about his day didn't think that anything happened he cranks his car starts driving and then it starts raining pretty bad and then he hydroplanes in the road and then what happens next is he gets another little flash forward of the future but it wasn't a woman this time so instead it was just a open field full of flowers and a lot of flowery stuff there and then that vision ended so then he thinks oh this is all supposed to be a picture of something but he slowly starts to forget what he saw in his first vision so he begins to take down notes of what he sees in these visions and then he begins to seek near-death experiences to make a full picture
0: okay okay zach your story
2: Oh, I had nothing. You have nothing. Wow. I have nothing. Wow. I was buddy. drawing complete
0: blank. Writer's blocks. It was <laughs> bad. I threw that one on you, but uh, okay, we'll read. Uh, we'll read mine. And then I'm, yours. I'm actually Jonathan has a whole ass notebook here, so I'm excited for his. But uh, I'll read you mine. It's I tr- a small notebook. <laughs> okay. I knew I wasn't going to make it when I heard the seatbelt pop open. It's odd how much you see when you're falling five hundred feet through the air. Wait. What's that? And in my notes, I have crash noise. Nearly every bone in my body had shattered on impact. Severe organ damage required multiple transfusions, and 32 reconstructive surgeries had to be done on my face alone. No one had any idea how I survived. What was more mystifying to everyone was the first thing I did after learning to walk was scheduling a skydive. It was much higher than a roller coaster and statistically safer. I thought that would be enough to trigger those memories, but it wasn't. Deep down, I knew I wouldn't die from that, but I had to convince myself otherwise. I had to see it again. I tried cliff diving, bull riding, bungee jumping, everything I could think of. I became an inspiration to the world. I made people believe in something. I made people feel better about themselves, but it didn't make me feel any better. So for five years, I continued chasing this near-death moment, but I was never able to take away every safeguard. So I decided today would be the day. I'd been thinking about the best way to go about this for quite some time. A bullet to the head won't work. I need my brain to be intact enough for the neurons to fire. Speaking of fire, that would be too painful to be able to focus on what I needed to focus on. Drowning wouldn't work either. And over the years, I had gotten rid of the innate fears most humans have of the dark, of heights, of being mauled by a wild animal. All my exploits had inadvertently made me more incapable of having these near death experiences. The only viable solution I could come up with was a quick acting poison. I fooled around with the dosage for some time. I didn't want it to take too long because I knew that if I had a long time, it wouldn't trigger. Pause, that sentence I'm not very proud of, but I was rushed. Okay, resume. I spent weeks researching this perfect dose and then I swallowed it and then it hit me. For one brief moment, I saw that memory again his wrinkled and shriveled up face, his yellow eyes and crooked teeth. Nothing more clearly than what was in his hand.
1: Dorsidious?
0: I finally had the truth. Unfortunately, I would take this information with me to the grave. The world would never know who ate my sandwich.
1: <laughs> 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 oh my God. Nice.
2: <laughs> that, that was like- mine. <laughs> You made that basically that wasp joke, I make.
0: No, that is not anything close to your terrible wasp joke. Okay, Mr. Joe Nathan. All right. So, uh, ever since the kid was in the
1: picture, I had not had a lot of free time. Uh, so I really hopped on the opportunity whenever a bunch of friends invited me over to watch Peter Jackson's 2005 King Kong movie. I loved the Lord of the Rings series, so I, you know, no way I could turn this down. Well, I was watching him, of course, we had a bunch of snacks. We had some popcorn. Colonel must have been lodged in my throat the wrong way. Almost choked to death. Someone had to give me the Heimlich, and they only did it like last second. Long story short, they had to use CPR to bring me back, right? Um, So in those fleeting moments, I I saw something disturbing. I can't even put it to words, but it it sent me into a panic. And so I really like it, it. thought about it for weeks and weeks, nothing really came of it Um, until, hold on a second, I'm trying to read my notes. (laughs) You had to scribble real quick. We
0: were very crunched
1: for time. (laughs) What does that say? Okay, I'll skip ahead. So um, it it took a while to forget about it, but uh, I finally did until I kind of had a similar spark one night whenever... Uh, me and my buddies had a game night and we played super smash bros and you know i played this game before and never got that 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 spark but one time i was playing king kong no sorry donkey kong and my buddies were playing like ness they're playing uh kid link baby bowser and just just something just sparked you know and so i, I tried recreating like the same incidents that happened the first time whenever I almost choked to death watching King Kong. And, you know, just, it took a while. But, one second. I really wish I took better notes. I was so That's proud of That's why I typed mine. I was so <laughs> proud of myself.
0: This is the handwriting of a true
1: genius. <laughs> I should have been a doctor because this is illegible. (laughs) You know the headset. Oh, anyway. So 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 like the the spark I had it and I felt I had something there and then I I just I lost it again. And it wasn't until my son got old enough to play basketball whenever I was at one of his games, and you know, he was he was very confident with the foul shots. However, whenever it was like could be a three-pointer, maybe, maybe not, he was never confident enough. And then it didn't click until one day I was yelling, Shoot it, shoot it! And that's when I flashed back to that day, 2016, Cincinnati Zoo. <laughs> Wait a minute. Whatever I was working as a zookeeper, I realized <laughs> I gave the order. I called the shot. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: killed
2: Robin. <her> <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest in peace. Oh, oh for the <laughs>
0: So, that. Uh, I think we got to give the point to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, the yeah he, gets the, he gets the
1: point. He gets all the points. Every yeah. point. I took yeah. a few detours. I got lost.
0: Yeah, yeah. Every point in this game is possible goes <laughs> to Jody. Yeah. So, yeah, the one that now that we've done that, we're going to create one super story together using the best ideas from all of our stories. Now, Jesse, I like the idea of your story how there's some sort of supernatural force at work here. And at first just a series of coincidences and the man is like he's like oh there must be some kind of meaning here i feel like we can take this and make it representative of man's desire to find meaning in everyday events when in reality there is no meaning in a random sequence of numbers so that's something we can take from your story
1: i kind of like the way that your story kind of took like a a, if i remember correctly like there's like a dream where like he's in a field of flowers or something. Like yeah. it almost reminds me of an anime where just like a character is like steps aside for a moment. Whenever like it reminds you of how it connects to the character, you know.
0: It's almost like an introspective in a way. Yeah. Yes. So I like those aspects. I like, like the he's idea. In the spirit plane. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of this guy being a really old guy. Ooh, let's let's jump forward in time a little bit. So he's he has, an old guy. Yeah, he's like he's, he's a retired zookeeper.
2: Like, <laughs> and he's still single by they the
1: way. They bring box. him out of retirement. <laughs> like he buried the gun underneath those floorboards. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's out in a cabin in the woods, just like, I'm too tired for this
0: shit. He has repressed the memory. Oh, but get this. He thinks that it's something important he thinks the memory is something important, something that means a lot to him when in reality, the memory is of one of his worst moments and when he finally remembers it he wishes he would die because he can't help it that someone ate his sandwich. No, the sandwich we're going to scrap that. That was just a fun little twist I put in mind. It doesn't fit in the coagulated narrative
1: (laughs) It could be funny in the sense that like uh, like you were upset because Harambe got shot but like, it's only because it delayed your lunch. Like, <laughs> I was like five minutes <laughs> <delayed> for lunch, <laughs> and then that happened, and I had to spend the next two hours fucking talking to the press. That's true. You know? That's true. Think so about like, it. that. So, oh like, that would be a funny
0: God. twist. You're talking to the press, and you're like, because <sighs> you really think about it in Zookeepers. No. He had to shit. <laughs>
1: That oh is my so my much life. better. So
0: like he's on camera, like shaking and trying a little bit,
1: but was, <laughs> he's it's like, like s- cause he's he's sweating sweating so hard, and he's just like his butt cheeks are in a clench together <laughs> because of the sheer earth, like just like just shattering, just diarrhea. This man's so, so, so The
0: story's being told from first person. Yeah, established that. And <laughs> yeah. he's like, he's like, okay, as soon as I get this done, I have a delicious sandwich. Life would be better. And out of the corner of his eye, he sees someone walk away with a sandwich. But he can't he can't Michael, make out quite who. When I'm about ready to have diarrhea, the last thing I'm thinking about is the next thing that I
1: eat. I never, <laughs> I never go, after this diarrhea, I'm going to go eat lunch. So now, nice. I do think sometimes, like, what can I do to stop this? Like, what if I swallowed a cork? You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> well, stop it. Just open up your butt cheeks. Just,
0: like, just let it go. Okay, so we fast forward in time.
2: Yeah, so Mike. Yeah. Fast but, so we're dropping a little, the diarrhea. Little plot back point, but yeah, the diarrhea plot's getting scrapped. Yeah. What if the woman that the guy saw for the first time was the mother of the kid that was in Harambe's enclosure? Ooh, plot ooh, twist. Ooh,
0: there's some family drama. Family so it's drama. wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not just the guy's job; it's his family. What if he thing. shot Harambe because he was in love with the kid's mother?
1: Ooh. What, what if Harambe Whoa. was
0: having an affair <laughs> with that guy's wife? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, okay, now we're veering into like a supernatural dude. What if Harambe is a supernatural gorilla?
1: Harambe
0: is an oracle. Harambe is giving him these visions
1: because, <laughs> no, he, because <laughs> that never reminds me. There, there was a meme I saw once where it was like, um, it was it was something like <laughs> it was like. It's like told from the perspective of the kid that fell into the into the moat, mm-hmm. and then it's like Harambe pulls me close and says, "Listen, kid, there's not much time. In the year 2020, a virus gets out." <laughs> Harambe had some secrets
2: about COVID. Like, literally, going to say Harambe. about that the whole events of 2016.
0: Okay. Onwards. so this takes place in 2046. Really old zookeeper, retired zookeeper, mm-hmm. locked out memories,
1: right? <laughs> can
0: he be like Memento, where he has
1: tattoos that yes. are out Ooh, of context? Out of context tattoos, like maybe there's like either a banana, or yeah. there's like the the the, the a monkey paw, the the, the the element chart, but the, the, for the, um, the, 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 the silver silver. Yes, I know what you on mean. On his yeah. back, AG. A- a- but on his back, yes. like a tramp stamp. I <laughs> just so, it's periodic but a, but, but a monkey tramp stamp. <laughs> what, what's a monkey tramp stamp? Well, that's what this whole plot Isn't is about. A where, monkey tramp stamp. Ooh. Is that just where he gets tattooed in the hairiest
0: place <laughs> on his body? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why
0: is it the butt cheeks? <laughs> Wait a minute, guys. I just. Over time, the closer he gets to death, the more he transitions, like he starts growing hair, his teeth get larger. He becomes a rum He turns into a gorilla. Wait a minute. This is just a plot of
1: War for the Planet of the Apes. <laughs>
0: Let's 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 come
1: back to together. Let's bring it back. Okay. We are t- yeah, together. Yeah, we are on tangent though. We're like we went from like okay, this guy who's maybe an amnesiac, maybe has dementia, or he could be a time traveling animal. <laughs> so like we, we did take a tangent. <laughs>
0: Listeners, this is how the, oh. this is how the creative process works. You know how
1: dog ears is like seven. Seven years, wait, to them, One year to that's us. That's true. Because think about it, though. Okay, three
0: years to God is not the same as, or three three days to God is not the same as three days to man. So was so, it an actual three days? Wait, what's the timeline for a gorilla? I, uh, I don't. How old are gorillas? Gorillas live to be pretty uh, old. Right? That, that's
1: not necessarily why it's that way. I think it's their neurological um, functioning uh, so that like that a makes looks gorilla... like that, but I may be wrong. Okay, okay. So like,
0: is, is monkey years like dog years? Okay, I think here's what we're gonna do.
1: He's or got, is it like turtle
0: years. If you have PTSD, you can block out memories. So severe PTSD will cause you to just completely block out the memory. Right. So uh, here's what I'm thinking. Sorry,
1: I was gonna say yes. this. Uh, one year to a human is like three years to a monkey. Okay. Okay. So if a human dies at like 70, that means a monkey's gonna die at like 30 or something. I think that's yeah, max.
0: About we'll say 30, 35. But listen, here's what I've got. It depends the on a sense. third. Wild okay. Okay. Earth's okay. Captivity. So. Your guy, the zookeeper, uh-huh. he has PTSD from killing Rambe. He blocks it out. He becomes an old man. He's got a good life. He feels like all these visions he gets when he has near-death experiences are going to mean something. So he starts seeking thrills. He starts doing these other things, right? And he keeps seeing little bits and pieces of the puzzle. He sees a field of flowers. He the sees a woman. The in the bathtub. <laughs> oh,
1: well, I feel like a piece of mine was like it happened in like the most inconspicuous ways. You know, like it yes. was uh, Greg, his grandkids' first was it, <laughs> like, That could be where it, it could be at, like, his 90th birthday party where they're just like, blow out the candles. He's, he's like, blow out like And it then it's just, just like, a a, fucking they're just like, grandpa's a zookeeper. Let's get him a gorilla. You know, so, like, it's just the small details that just, like, wait a second, I'm playing as uh, Donkey Kong, I watch King, uh, King Yes, Kong, your details added up. Uh, right, you know, yes, so, right. like, maybe, like, you're at your 90th birthday party, there's a gorilla-shaped cake,
0: you have grandkids there, or great-great-grandkids, and then... You've been spending your whole life trying to get a near-death experience. You finally give up, though, because over time, as you thrill-seek, you become less vulnerable to normal human fears and reactions. So, you give up. And then on your 90th birthday, your grandkids, your descendants, they find out you used to be a zookeeper for a long amount of time. They surprise you in a gorilla costume, boom, it triggers the memory. Why would your friends surprise you in a gorilla costume? Y'all did that. I would be, like, a little weirded out. I I do that every
1: five years. Like, what? (laughs) What? It's just like, oh, look, it's your 30th birthday. Trying to bring up the monkey no, costume. I, I, so I, I like this idea of like uh, like a desensitization to where like this guy almost becomes really, really tough. Yeah. So maybe like like at first it's simple things that trigger him. And then all of a sudden like he's like, I need to turn up the volume. Ooh, and that becomes and his then, new drug. And then eventually like there's like his golden years where his family's growing and everything's awesome. Like he just kind of becomes – he's like uh. – and then, like, the moment he dies is when it all comes back to him. And it's at the 90th birthday party yes. with the gorilla cake and the grandkids. And then he die- like he dies at a birthday party with, like, a hat on his head like this. And, and he realizes <laughs> he
0: wasted his entire life chasing something he thought would be beneficial.
2: But really, it killed him. But sub Shooting plot. monkeys. Subplot. What if whenever he gets starts to get older and stuff, As he's trying to seek more of these near-death experiences he actually starts to envision things as gorillas or objects related to gorillas so as he gets older he
0: also becomes more
2: mentally deranged
0: Mm -hmm. or
1: that that would be funny you're like what was that i said did you want more cake (laughs) (laughs) or or what if what if we add a, a for a subplot that the, the the zookeeper that raised Harambe was his ex-wife, Ooh. and she shows up at the party, and then it hits him, instead boom. of a gorilla-shaped cake because that's kind of a weird thing to get your grandma, <laughs> but like your ex your ex-wife walks Here in your and grandpa, just like, "Grandpa, here's a gorilla cake." Goodness, she walks in with her walker. Just goes, Thank goodness, you married 20 years younger, you <laughs> know, so I could see your old ass, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's when it clicks. You know, oh, he's man. just like, My wife looks like a monkey. And then oh, yeah, because like walkers <laughs> in the future, are like, instead her of like, like this, it's know, like like this. this. <laughs> or like, or like, she tried recreating the same things because she had amnesia. <laughs> And then instead of just becoming tough, she, she, she th- literally became like tough. she thinks he's like steroid a strong. steroid or something.
0: Steroid injections,
1: she like she tried replacing her dick- Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> she's like jacked grandma. <laughs> <laughs> grandma <laughs> at bingo night.
0: Grandma, look
1: how swole you tough. are.
0: What fake <laughs> muscles your, your ass, ass.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> grandma? What do you bench, grandma? <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> how they come up with movies in Hollywood. Just big brainstorming. This is how they came up with Thor Four, only like worse. Oh god. Listen, I feel like our story could be better than Thor Four. Anything could be better than Thor Four. Yeah. It was so, so
1: bad. I think at this point the question is, are we going to like depending on how long you want your podcast, we're gonna cut out some of the writing process and then come back to the finished product. Or are we going to find a good place to like titrate Where is this the, the uncut version? No, these we're
0: going to do. The uncircumcised. I, I will be editing the, the uncircum- uncircumcised version. I will be circumcising this podcast. Oh, oh, please,
1: please let that be the intro into it. Just like
0: welcome to lesson five. <laughs> the this
2: uncircum- this lesson has been circumcised. <laughs> so
0: today <laughs> we are going to. Oh man! So here's what we could do. We could take 15 minutes. We could write. Uh, 15 minutes could save you more on car insurance. So 15 minutes together. 15 minutes of us collaborating, and then we come back and share what we have created with the wonderful audience. An an abomination? No, a beautiful piece of (laughs) art. Beautiful piece of art. A beautiful abomination. We will see you in a little bit, audience, with a beautiful piece of art. And we're back. We've come up with a great story for you guys. It isn't necessarily coherent or well-written, but this is the story as we have produced it. The story begins with our main character, Chuck. Chuck has just gotten back from a really bad drug and alcohol binge. In fact, it is so bad that it triggers a memory that Chuck had laid dormant inside of him for years. And he wakes up, and it's almost like you wake up after a dream. Like, oh, what was I dreaming about that was so vivid, so intimate, so real, and then it's gone. So, Chuck, who at this point has no idea, severe memory loss from alcohol is a, is a very real thing. And his alcohol usage plus the drug usage was so severe, his memory is completely screwed up. So, Chuck comes to the conclusion that the only thing he can do to relive these memories, to have any idea of who he is, is to put himself in near-death experiences. So that's what he does. He keeps putting himself in more and more near-death experiences. As this progresses, Chuck makes a name for himself. He becomes kind of an inspiration. Headlines read as follows. Former drug addict turned mountain climber. Former heroin addict says, I just climbed this mountain, so can you. You know, generic stuff like that, right? As time progresses, Chuck gets more and more of the memory and Chuck starts to get scared. He's like, wait a minute, do I really need to know who I was? what if who I was is not compatible with who I am? And this is a conflict for Chuck because he's becoming a better person, but he's getting closer and closer to the truth. and He's terrified of the truth. He's scared. He's like, well, people don't just wake up and become alcoholics. Something terrible had to happen for me to turn to drugs, for me to turn to all this life of abuse and, and, and harmful, self-destructive, toxic behaviors. What could I have done that made me this way? For years and years, he searched. And one day, Chuck decided, you know what? I don't need to know. I am happy with who I am. I have overcame these things. I have pushed through. I have inspired millions. So Chuck, fast forward a bit, is now 20 years sober. He's an old man. He's got a family. He's got kids. It's his 90th birthday. His grandson, Charles III, walks up to him and says, peepa.
2: I I I found Why an is old he-
0: Shut the fuck up. Hey Peepaw. Hey I am in my creative process right now. <laughs> let me finish. Why did we move to Britain, people? I found an old photo of you in the family newspaper. And, and Chuck says, Oh really, let me see that. And he looks the newspaper and it says zookeeper chuck fired for killing harambe and then he realizes it was his fault coronavirus world war three nuclear armageddon was all because of him and then chuck had a heart attack and died the end that's garbage that's an
1: amazing
2: story How about a 10
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> the most christopher nolan thing i've ever heard <laughs>
0: i'm proud of that story that was a. Uh, well, John Williams is going to do the soundtrack,
2: yeah so we're probably good.
0: Getting...
1: No, no, I mean Hank Zimmer. Ooh, ooh, dude. Well, yeah, if it's Nolan, it's going to
0: be Zimmer. What if both of them collaborated? I mean, honestly, let's put this out there. Let's come up with a story. John Williams is like 100 years old. I, I was thinking about George Lucas, Steven Spielberg. I meant to say Zimmer. I am satisfied with their story. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Lessons with Mike on the creative process. This was the worst episode. You're I, welcome. I had a great time with this episode. <laughs> I can't help that you didn't contribute to the creative process. I did contribute. I came up with many good ideas. You had zero ideas. You took none of them. You took your own ideas and I you used them. You took a lot of Jonathan's ideas and Jesse's ideas. Not we'll really be hearing hit. from my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> if you, your exact words were I, I had writer's block. I couldn't come up with any of that. Yeah, I was for that like individual like crap. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, We hope
2: uh, you'll listen to the next one as well. All right, right, goodbye. Bye-bye.